0: What's going on, everybody? I'm your boy, Keese.
1: I'm your boy, Kyrie. You're listening to the I Think I Know Basketball Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at I I Know underscore BB. And check us out on the Anchor FM app.
0: Or whatever podcasts are streaming. Make sure you engage and join in on the conversation. I'm your boy, Keese. I'm your boy, Kyrie. And we think we know basketball.
1: All right, everybody, so we're going to let you in on a little bit of the I Think I Know basketball Mm -hmm. podcast sausage making right here. So (laughs) while we, while me and Keith were getting ready to drop last week's episode, I'm talking like we were getting ready to hit send. We had we had all the stuff figured out. We had the episode downloaded. We have the description. Then all of a sudden we get breaking news that Giannis Antetokounmpo had just signed a 228 million dollar supermax contract deal now why does that matter you ask because we had spent like half that podcast yep. talking about how Giannis doesn't need to take that money if he doesn't want to he might yep. end up in miami or he yep. might end up in whatever and just what? imagine <laughs> just imagine how that would have looked if we had dropped that episode and then we had to go back and do the whole thing over again people would be listening to it and thinking like these guys are crazy
0: Oh man, that would have been crazy, man. We would we would we would have looked like we don't know basketball, and the, the whole name of our podcast is "We Think We Know Basketball." I mean, the key word is "think" here. So,
1: let's talk about this money that Giannis got because we we weren't we were over here just kind of like struggling with with the numbers at first. The fact that he could basically get like quarter billion dollars, he had to settle for a little bit under that, but it's still a pretty big number, man. This is the biggest contract in NBA. History.
0: I mean, two hundred twenty eight million dollars is a lot of money for Giannis Antetokounmpo. He better get a jump shot. That's all I'm saying. He better get a jump shot by the end of this season. He better be shooting threes fluently because that's a lot of money. I did think that he was going to leave. I'm not going to lie. I thought that he was going to leave, even though over the offseason, he didn't kind of make it seem like he was going to stay. He didn't. I think there was a couple of times he was like, he, he doesn't want to leave. He wants to stay a buck forever. I think I think I've heard things like that from him before or seen some tweets that said he said that or whatever. But... I mean, that's a lot of money, man. I don't know. I, how, how do you feel about the
1: signing? It's a two-time MVP, man. And you know what's, what's wild? It's like, I thought that there was a solid chance he was going to leave as well. Now, they did have a pretty big deal to keep him happy in trading for Drew Holiday. And I wonder if that wasn't part of what kind of swayed him to stay. That the Bucks were like, look, man, we'll swing to keep you around. We'll is make that, these big that, moves is that to keep you happy. To win
0: now? You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's enough. I see this being another situation with Kevin Durant in Oklahoma City. You know what I'm saying? Except, except mm-hmm. he just signed, and over the next four years, he's, he's probably going to grow more unhappy. I don't really see people going to Milwaukee to play with him.
1: I don't. And, and, you know, that that's always the thing, right, is like when you talk about small markets like, you know, Milwaukee, I've been to Milwaukee, It's not a bad city, you know, but but I think when when people talk about, you know, the Oklahoma cities and, you know, stuff like that. Right. It's not Chicago. It's not L.A. It's not New York. Like people could get, you know, you to go to the Knicks or go to Brooklyn. I mean, not so much the Knicks right now because they're terrible still. But. You could get somebody to go to Brooklyn, even though they haven't necessarily been a whole well, let me lot. Well, let me just
0: say this. Well, I feel that people won't go to, to Milwaukee, but he might get a championship out of this. They definitely have been having winning seasons with, with him. He's the MVP, like you said. They've been top two or three in the Eastern Conference for the last, what, four years. I, I, think, I think they definitely can still win a championship. I just don't see it becoming one of those
1: super team situations. You know what I'm saying? i mean they're really going to be counting on Giannis, and you know may- maybe a drew holiday or you know somebody else and, and just a He'll solid like team kind be of be all like Spurs. Around. yeah and, and you know the thing is is like if, if Giannis does improve just just get a semblance of of a jump consistent jumper it. you know what i mean not hit five threes one game and then you're trash the next few i'm talking like he's got to hit it at like a 30 percent that's not, not even, even that good just a, a, just a, like
0: a mid-range jump shot you know what i'm saying i want to, be able to at least be able to like dribble and pull up the elbow
1: see, see the thing is it's like he almost doesn't even need that his mid-range game almost doesn't matter because he could take one step from anywhere and dunk the ball you know what i mean but if he but he if he could do that right because people are just gonna throw two or three guys in his way and be like go dunk it over us you know you go ahead and do that every time you know, but but I think I agree, like if he gets a shot, okay. then that's it. and I think it's I yep. think it's worth it now, it's worth noting that that doesn't mean he can't force his way out of Milwaukee at some point. He can opt out at year four if he wants to. but I mean, it sure looks like he's going to be there for a couple of years at least. I mean,
0: okay, so with that being said, we're going to transition to Rudy Gobert because he got 200 million too. Do you expect Rudy Gobert to develop some type of jump shot?
1: No, man. Like, he hasn't even attempted that, to my knowledge.
0: I mean, so this is that's the crazy thing. I mean, it's like, we need Giannis to develop some type of jump shot, but we don't care for Rudy Gobert. And that's just because he's just a true center. Centers are shooting three-pointers out here. Like, all the centers can shoot three-pointers.
1: Yeah, dude. And But it's like, Gobert is literally the second, I think he's the second biggest contract in NBA history, now that I think about it. Like, I think I read that earlier in the day. I, who can't really score outside the paint. It, it's not worth it to me. And what you're gonna do when it's time to pay Donovan Mitchell? You you rolling with Rudy Gobert over Donovan Mitchell? You know?
0: No, no, I'm not. They'll probably trade him.
1: And that and that's and that's gross. Like that the idea that, that you would trade Donovan Mitchell, they would trade Rudy Gobert and keep Donovan Mitchell. Okay, now, now that yeah, that makes more sense. Because I was about to say what
0: Kyle Kuzma got extended for forty million three years. I I didn't see that coming.
1: Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I kind of didn't either. It was a steal really for Kuzma because he looked like he was going to be so much better than he was. I did expect there to be some regression when he actually played on a good team. And it's not always easy for everybody to play with LeBron. You know, he just fizzled out, you know, in, in a, in a way from what he was in his first year your first couple of years when he was arguably the best player on those bad L.A. teams, you know what I mean? What else we got going on in the NBA? What what else do we have going on in the NBA? I mean,
0: this, well, is, this season's about to start, and it has it's, it's already heating up.
1: We're, we're still not even out of the crazy, like, off-season news. We got James Harden sweepstakes apparently heating up. Now, I got to say, I saw a report that I couldn't fully substantiate. You know, I think s- some people were saying that this guy was, like, kind of legit, but I don't really know anything about him. But he was saying that the Nuggets are going in for James Harden, and they're offering Jamal Murray in first-round picks. Is, you know, this, for, is, this is a hot rumor. But then we also are hearing that you know Philly's thinking about trading Ben Simmons for him. And, and I'm just curious, man. Like, what, like first of all, what do you think about the idea of the Nuggets getting him and giving up Jamal Murray for, for Harden? That would make me kind of sad, honestly. Yeah, that's kind of crazy,
0: considering what – I mean, all that – Ball and he just did in the bubble and what he just proved in the in the chemistry, the Nuggets really don't even need to make a move. Like they need to just kind of just do what they did last year, just be more efficient.
1: And, and you know what? Like seeing what Murray and Jokic were able to do together in two series in a row to come back from from three one, and the way that he was just—he's he's a killer. He really is. Like he—he he was just outstanding. You know, and and yeah, of course, you're going to look at that and and you're going to say Harden is better than Murray because he is. Right. He's one of the greatest offensive players that the NBA has ever seen. But that doesn't work, though. I don't think that's going to mesh. Well, it's not
0: going to be the same chemistry. And and, and ultimately, that's what's going to win championships. You know what I'm saying? Having the good players, having the right players, the right team at the right time. The Nuggets got that. You know, I, I understand wanting to make a move to add and be better. But I don't think that move necessarily should include moving one of their key pieces that they have now.
1: It's, it's one of those deals where like it's really the only way that it would happen. Right. Because because you're not you're not going to convince Houston to do that trade any other way. But, you know, that that's a hard thing. Right. You know, you're talking about you know chemistry and like these kind of intangible things that I mean, it's it's hard to measure sometimes. And, and yet I, I feel like in theory, you would think like, oh, James Harden will just learn to play with anybody. And, and I think that's probably true to an extent, but I don't know. I just, I like what the Nuggets have going and I'd kind of like to see them keep running this back because they're, they're a good team at the same time. You know, they're trying to make a splash and see what they can do on the other side of this with uh, let's say it was Houston and Philly. What do you think about Ben Simmons going to the Rockets and vice versa.
0: I, I don't, I, I just don't. The only place I see Harden going and it actually kind of working is Brooklyn. I feel like him, Kyrie, and Durant would just like really have ultimate respect for each other and make it work. Harden and Embiid will actually probably work out pretty smooth together because Harden was doing well with Compella and Embiid's a more dynamic and can do exactly what Compella was doing and more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that may actually be, you know, wild. Ben Simmons in Houston, I don't, I don't,
1: I don't know. That that's, it. I don't see where Houston wins there. I think that if they trade Harden, right, this is all about, we're blowing it up, you know, and, and like, maybe we'll build something around uh, Simmons for the future or something like that, but, but they're not, they're not really trying to win if they, if they get rid of Harden. You know, they're just, they're just saying, whatever, man. It's weird because like, we're talking about, the nets and like that would be the place that Harden would work the best and it's like i agree with it and yet i'm also like wondering like how can we be sure because it- it's like i could see him working well i can see Harden working well with KD cuz they worked well before and i think Harden knows that KD is just something else so it's like you're not going to take shine off of him when he's cooking but when you have Kyrie Involved in this, and this is going to get to something that that I know you're going to want he's to talk a di- about. Yeah,
0: he's a, I would say he's a different Kyrie, man. You've seen him; he's out here, he's burning sage. You know what I'm saying? Man. He's Smudging arenas. He's, he's over doing, here he refusing do? to
1: do his media, you know, appearances and stuff like that. But but okay, because we went there, I want to know how you felt about it because I thought it was hilarious. Honestly, I mean, it's just it is hilarious, man. It's just Kyrie, just like
0: being wild and weird, like. It's just, I mean, it's I don't want to say it's weird because it's not weird. I, I do the same thing inside my house. So I don't I don't think it's weird, but in the comfort of your I, own I, home, you know what I mean? And by the yeah, way, but for, I do think that he's just being like dramatic.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, for, for those of you who don't who aren't quite up to speed on what we're talking about, we're talking about Kyrie Irving returning to the to Boston to T D Garden with his new team, the Brooklyn Nets. I think this is literally the first time that Kyrie has played basketball against the Celtics in Boston since he left. And so I think, you know, it, it was it was this interesting dramatic moment where Kyrie Irving was walking around the court pre-game, burning sage and just trying to clear the bad juju, you know, and still kind of making it clear in this weird way that Kyrie does, talking about the other Kyrie, not me, that he Just didn't feel it during, especially like towards the end of his time in Boston and that there's some kind of bad energy, bad juju about this place that he's trying to get rid of. And I thought it was funny. Like because because I th- I just think that basketball pettiness is really is really funny. yo he's so petty he's so petty I just think
0: I, it it was pretty hilarious I mean I looked at it I seen the videos I'm just like what is going what is what am I watching right now is this guy doing what I think he he is and like A there's, there's not
1: there's not even any fans there like what no, is going it, on like. <laughs> You know that, and that's the, that's the thing, right? I wonder if he would have done that if there were fans here, because you if know Boston fans, fans would have seen him. Listen. I mean, they would they would have been on him, just just on sight. There was you know fans. I mean?
0: There would have been some reason why he wasn't playing.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that might have been true. They've would been like, uh, you know, like you yeah, his eye <laughs> yeah some, oh man, we got to put this man in the COVID protocol. You know. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, and then and then of course the game actually happens and man, that did listen, not go well for the mean, Celtics. Yeah, I mean
0: I mean, listen, we could talk, we could talk about it, right? So Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, first off. Um, the thing that's funny about it is the guy is like seven feet. What did we expect to change? He probably lost about a few inches off his vertical, but the reality of the situation is his jumper probably got better. and and, uh here we are you know i mean
1: he's still he's still just like in transition pulling up from like two three feet beyond the 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 three-point line and just making it look having his way having his way what are you supposed to do about that and and the funny thing is right you mentioned that right that you know katie's probably about seven feet maybe he lost a few inches off his vertical or something like that. Or he's, you know, it doesn't matter. he's still just trying to get his, it doesn't matter because he, he's, his wingspan is like eight feet. You're not getting up to block that anyway. To look at the Brooklyn Nets with
0: KD and Kyrie and um, DeAndre Jordan and seeing what they was able to do to the Celtics made me really think more about the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really even worried about like Brooklyn. Like, Brooklyn, they're, they're going to be really good. The Celtics though, Man, it's like, uh, did they not make enough moves? You know, I know Kemba Walker wasn't playing, and that matters a lot, like a whole lot. But at the same time, it's like, man, I think the Celtics may need some different type of big man. Like they definitely need to make a move.
1: You know, it's it's just it's interesting because, you know, in theory, right? You know, they, they have their their big three in Kemba, Jalen and Jason Tatum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 have a solid, you know, three guys, and then you have Marcus Smart leading the bench and stuff like that but you do kind of wonder where does it come from when those three guys when maybe they don't have it and in theory that should be enough right you got you got three yeah. guys averaging 20 points a game so that that basically gets you to 60 points ish every night they just didn't, but then they don't wonder have that. where
0: where's the rest? That that's where I feel like Gordon Haywood would kind of come in and keep the flow of the game. Like he would yeah. do, like the kind of the tangible things that don't really show up on a stat sheet that really contribute a lot to just like the ball movement and the game flow. That really I think helps some of the other young players, like you know Grants and the Williams and all that stuff that was out there. I mean, that's out there now. So it's it's it's, it's interesting, man. It's interesting, but oh man, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. So because of that, I think the Celtics. Are not gonna be as high as a seed in the playoffs as I may have thought they would have been, you know, just, but, but just but last they, week. They
1: still they still win in
0: the title though? Um yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> it's like in in the end, ain't no mountain high enough. I mean, you know I seen, I a, mean? I seen but, a
0: five seed go to the championship last year, you know what I'm mean? saying?
1: So Yeah, no, that I mean, in the end, all it takes for you to get is to get hot at the right time, you know what I mean? So from from other preseason action. What did you like? You LaMelo know, who, who stood Ball. out to you? LaMelo Ball, man. I'm out here watching
0: man. LaMelo Ball. I'm telling you, man. He might win rookie of the year. I'm not seeing no other rookies out there doing... I mean, he did have a bad game where he went like one for ten shooting. But at the same time, yeah. the man can pass the basketball. And he's been doing that. I've been you like, saw, I've you saw that it. pass I you
1: saw it. that pass he did against the Magic, I right? Seen it. i seen that, it. That like scoop pass? What? I've seen it. What I've was been, that? been
0: watching him play. Since high school, you know what I'm saying? Since he was a freshman, since, since Alonzo was there. So I'm, 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 I'm not surprised by none of this. It's just awesome to see him. I'm mad, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I did my fantasy basketball draft, and I missed the draft. And I wanted to draft LaMelo. But, oh, you, know, you know, I missed my draft. It's bad, man. It was bad. I ended up with eight point guards. It was It was crazy. But I made some trades today, and my, my team's in a, in a better standing. So I haven't played
1: fantasy basketball in, like, probably three we years. May have to, man, like we should start a league. We should start a fantasy basketball league. Exactly. The I think I know basketball, fantasy basketball we should, we should, we should Yeah. Start. No, that would, that would be sick. Right, like, right. I feel okay. like we could we Send, could send out the tweet right now. Send out the tweet.
0: <laughs> Who wants to join our fantasy basketball league? We're going to figure it out. This is going to be great. But
1: anyways, did you see – is there anything that you've seen in the preseason besides LaMelo Ball? Well, so a couple of things. So, so I would say that I saw, obviously, you know, we talked about Brooklyn Nets and how just well KD looks like he's moving and he's playing. Steph looks good. One guy that I kind of forgot too. Yes, one guy that I saw in terms of rookies that I kind of forgot about is Cole Anthony. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy was out there getting buckets in North Carolina, and then he he slid down to the fifteenth pick in the draft, but. When he he was out there dueling with Melo, took him to the rim once or twice, and was just making plays. And I'm just like, dang! I mean, Cole, I forgot Cole about Anthony's, this
0: guy. You know, he's he's been. I've, I've watched him in high school too. He's he's nice. You know what I'm saying? And people slept on Cole Anthony. I think that because North Carolina didn't have such a good um year last, you know, when he was in college, his freshman year that one year that he was there, um, that he didn't get as much acclaim as he had going into college. So he, you know, like you said, he slipped in the draft, but the man can get buckets, you know what I'm saying? and he can play defense. he's not no punk. he's 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 definitely, you know, he's definitely an aggressive guy out there and he's gonna help, you know his team win. So I, I don't know if I see him in the rookie of the year conversation though. I mean I, but well, the, re- the let reason me, let me take that the back. reason I do if bring that playing up. like
1: that then definitely yes. He's a dark horse candidate for me. I also have a little bit of a dark horse rookie of the year coming out of chicago it might be a little bit ambitious to put him here but i really like patrick williams Yeah, looking good. number four overall pick he came off the bench when he was at florida state and so everybody's kind of like yeah why are you drafting a sixth man number four overall this boy can play he's 20 years old like he's he's really young but he already has a good grasp of what he's doing he is not scared of shooting the basketball You know, he has the the size and the build and everything you want to see out of, you know, a potentially elite wing defender. He just has to get a little bit more seasoning and wait for the Bulls to get rid of Otto Porter. Eventually, that will happen. You're not going to keep Patrick Williams off the floor forever. Anthony Edwards is going to ball too. I I mean, yeah, we can't forget about the the number one overall pick. His jump shot is looking real smooth. And, and I want to talk about him a little bit, too, once we get down the line. But how about we go ahead and we jump into the playoffs right now and get into who we think is going to make it from the East and West? I got my picks, and, I, and I'll get to them af- after I let you go ahead and take the floor, my man. All right, so you want
0: my playoff picks. Okay, so in the Eastern Conference, I'm definitely going – this is not any seed in order. I don't have any seed okay. in order. Yeah, But these are the teams that I think are going to make the playoffs. I'm def- I, th- I think the Celtics are going to make the playoffs. I'm definitely going with the, the Heat. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm going with the Sixers. I'm going with the Nets. I'm definitely going with the Charlotte Hornets. Late seed. Mm. They may be like an eight seed. Um, I think Atlanta's going to do a, a better job. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then I can't okay. forget about Milwaukee. That's seven, I think. And then, uh, ooh, I'm stuck between either the Pacers or the Raptors.
1: Okay, you're only gonna have one of them in there. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm stuck between. Who, the who, who, the who, who you who you taking? Like, just just boom. First name that pops into your head. Probably, I, I got to go with the Raptors. Uh, I mean. Not ready to give up on them yet. I mean, I can't, I can't disrespect them. They still got that little core of Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vleet. Then you got Pascal Siakam still doing the thing, and and Nick Nurse is one of the best coaches in basketball. And I feel like sometimes that that means something. How about I go ahead and do do mine, then we go conference go ahead, by we conference we got, so we, we can we match got. it up. So I have kind of like my my top three teams, we'll say, and then after that. Um, I don't know if I have it in any, any particular order, but let's try this. I got I got Bucks, Nets, and Heat. Now I think the Bucks probably are still the team I would pick for the top seed with Giannis and Drew Holiday. I, I my first blush was to take the Nets. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that they're gonna play KD that hard. They're gonna give him some rest because it's still it's been a minute, you know, for him. So I think they're gonna bring him along kind of slowly. And ramp him up as the year goes on. You know what I mean. And then the Heat, I gotta respect the you know the defending Eastern Conference champions because I mean they're just they're just a really good team. They're they're built they're built to be a top seed, but they don't need to be. They don't need to be that. Yep. You know what I mean. And then I got Celtics. Mm -hmm. I got Philly. I got the Pacers. I got the Raptors. And I got. Because I I honestly could not figure it out. I, I'm over here mm-hmm. looking for. I see. I see. Him. You know. I see do I want? Are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, do I want the Hawks? Do I think Trey Young's gonna gonna pull it yeah, out? I like, Believe I, in the I, Hornets I believe, yet? Good young team. I low key kind of was like, what about these Wizards? Mm. What What if they actually did something with Westbrook? Huh? With Russ? Yeah. With With a With a With a full season of Russ and Bradley Bill? I I kind of wonder if, if they can if they can scrape in that eighth seed. Because, and you know what, man? As I was really going through this list, Eastern Conference got a lot better. Yeah, now the Eastern Conference is definitely getting a lot better. It's definitely going to keep
0: getting a lot better because more players from Western Conference are going to be leaving there, you know? You got the got rest of the Eastern Conference now. Western Conference are probably going to come over to the East. And,
1: uh, man, it's, it's tough. It's tough. You didn't have the Bulls in there? No, they're they're going to be like an 11th seed. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not ready. See, for that's what I'm saying. So you think I, that you think the, the Hawks a, are going to be way better than the Bulls? I do. I, I think the Hawks are definitely going to yeah, be better than yeah, the Bulls. Right, you know, but, and and that and that's the thing, right? You know, you're still talking about um, the the bottom of the Eastern Conference still potentially being yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. It seems like the Knicks and the Bulls and yeah, stuff like Knicks Knicks that. There's Knicks still going to be some bad down, down there. No. All right. All right, so no, let's go. Let's no, go Western really Conference. Not. Who do you got in the Western Conference? Western Conference. I got the Lakers, I got the Clippers, got the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. I like the Warriors to come back and finally be back on that playoff list with Steph back. I got the Jazz, Portland, give me the Suns. I think the Suns are definitely making the playoffs this year. I think it is their time. And give me the Grizzlies to to make it this time after just missing oh, out man. last
0: year. That's interesting, man. So
1: It's tough. See, that's the thing. The bottom of the Western Conference, it's not like the East.
0: Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, okay, so I'm going with my Western Conference. I'm definitely going Lakers. I'm definitely going Clippers. I'm going Nuggets. I'm definitely going Warriors back in there. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. I like that. Um, I'm key, I like the Dallas Mavericks. And then from there. True. Yeah, I like yeah, the man. Dallas Mavericks. My last Western Conference team in the playoffs.
1: I think I'm going to go with the Pelicans. See, I thought I, I wondered when that was going to work its way in because the Pelicans are a hard team to leave off with all that young talent and then, in theory, a full year of Zion. But I'm still wondering you know, if that's enough. I think Ingram continues to take
0: this. Listen, we wasn't putting no respect on the man's name and then we had to. And I think he's going to keep demanding respect. I seen how he does deserve it. And he's dunking on people in the preseason. He's not playing no games, so I think that Brandon Ingram, one, he's, no, he's just right. going to step it up. I think having Eric Bledsoe instead of a Drew Holiday for the New Orleans Pelicans, I think this works because Drew Holiday, he's going to work out better with Giannis, like you were saying earlier. I think that he he's a better compliment yeah. with Giannis than he is with uh, the array of young talent around him. Like him having like that sole other player, like that's a big man, like Giannis. He can do the pick and roll with, like kind of how it was with, with AD. Like I think that I think that that's like what they need. You know, you know what I'm saying. I think Drew Bledsoe is going to be more more he's going he's to fit the chemistry more. And, and there's me using, you know, intangible things and not, like, stats. But I just think that he's just a better fit.
1: You know what? No, that that's – and that's a totally, you know, valid thing because I, I was wondering what I wanted to do with them. And it is kind of notable that I leave the Mavs off, though it's like when I think about it, right, like they were still like a – I mean, what were they, the the seventh seed last year? So it's not out of the rumble But Kristoff is still injured, I think, right? Isn't they Christoph They make the playoffs.
0: But he's on pace to come back. I think that you know, if he gets back at a at a good at a good time, things could be real crazy. I mean, he's still he still got so much talent. You know what I mean? All right. But does he ever have enough talent to win MVP? Because that's what I want to know. I want to know who you think
1: is going to win MVP this season. Well, that's going to have to be a no on Mr. Kristoff. <laughs> but but okay. So so now, when it comes to MVP, I feel like it's entirely possible that we see a three times consecutive MVP in Giannis. I think that once again, Giannis is just more likely to be that guy than, than anybody. I mean, even, even LeBron. Right. And so I think that, you know, Le- LeBron made a strong, you know, kind of late case, I-, I think toward, towards the end of the year, but uh, you know, in terms of last year, but it was, it was mostly Giannis's award to lose. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that, I mean, he's not, He's not going to change. He's still going to be crazy, you know, and LeBron is kind of I, I think he I, I don't see him winning another MVP unless somebody kind of gives it to him like as a lifetime achievement award at this point. I think he's he's done realistically winning MVPs. Um, And I, I at the same time, I don't know. I don't really know who else is going to be a candidate for this maybe like maybe ad maybe if lebron like feeds ad and is just like dude go for it maybe he is a candidate i don't know that i'm putting kd there i don't want to put those those expectations on him right now he's just coming back
0: yeah i mean i'm kind of up in the air I mean, I don't want to say Giannis because he, right now he's just like the one person that's like definitely you know is like in the run uh, in the running for it. But
1: yeah, so it's kind of like who else? Yeah, you yeah know? it's kind
0: of yeah, it's definitely kind of like who else? Like I see, like I said, I think Steph's coming back with vengeance. I think Steph's coming back to prove that he's a league MVP. I don't see him playing no games with nobody this year, and I do think that um, people like Joel Embiid's probably going to try to make a case. I think that there's going to be a lot of people really. Trying to make their case, you know, Harden's going to be in the running, but if he gets traded, that may change. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's going to be very interesting to, to see. LeBron James, we, you can't count him out. You know, you can never count out LeBron James. It's the guy's balling. He he may average a triple double this year. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Anything could happen. So he did average 10, 10 assists yeah. for the first time in his career last year. So it's pretty crazy.
1: It's one of those deals where, like, you can never just count him out of the running. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, he's still, I mean, at least one of the top three best players in the game right now. I mean, you could still very much say that he's still the best player in the game, even though he's about to be 36 years old, which is crazy. But it's like, I I feel like, again, you know, he's kind of at this point where he's not really – he maybe if he actually tried like tried for a whole season to go out and win MVP. Maybe he could, but he's not really doing that. He didn't do that last year. He hasn't done it for the last few years. And I don't know that that's going to change now, especially this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the short, with the short off season, you know, he he hasn't had as much time to rest. He's going to take some days off. So I don't know that it's, that that this year is going to be any different. I see him still trying to distribute and have other people, kind of be like, look, man, I'll, I'll take it every once in a while, but y'all need to get us you know, going, and then I'll do my thing in the playoffs.
0: How do you feel? Um, So I think that there's a lot of new players on the Lakers, and because there's a lot of new players, it's going to take a while for them to mesh, but it's not going to be hard for them to mesh well because the guys that they got aren't just rookies or, like, guys that are, like, stupid and stuff like that you know what i'm saying it's not like they just add like add like a bunch of jr sniffs like no they got like you know montrez kind of knows what he's doing you know schroeder knows what he's do. these guys know what they're doing so but you know they lost javel they lost dwight howard i think that that all that size was a a plus for them and they don't necess- they don't necessarily it was yeah it was i don't they necessarily problem. have that anymore and and that's why I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be and that's why that's why I'm saying it's not gonna be like necessarily like the issue with them meshing together because they got a bunch of new guys. But I think that because of the new guys they got, there's gonna be a different set of problems that they're gonna have to address. And we don't necessarily know what those problems are yet. You know what I'm saying? Like they may have some
1: defensive issues. And and i guess it's fair, right, to wonder how many more levels you really yeah, trying he, to he ask. Stepped it, to go to stepped it up last year, you stepped it up last year. At age thirty-six.
0: Right? On the defensive end, because because AD yeah. was holding him accountable. But hey,
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like it's like yeah, go ahead. I want to see that same kind of defensive output. You know, even though you're over here, like you played like seventy thousand minutes, you know, or something. But but I mean, to be fair, right? I mean, as long as LeBron is out on the floor, you do need to expect him to play some defense. You know, and, and I feel like that that you're right. That could very well be more important now than. It was before because they don't just have multiple big interior presence. You know what I mean? And if you draw AD away from the basket, you need to play some defense, with yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Braun. You know what I mean? All right. So now that we've kind of talked about MVP, we're both kind of like, yeah, it's kind of Giannis's award, but we're going to see what Braun is trying to do. Speaking of that, man, he debuts tonight as part of the opening slate of NBA games. So here we go. Game one, Warriors and the Nets. So that'll be your first look at Kevin Durant playing against the Warriors for the first time since he left drama drama in in 2019. (laughs) Yes, sir. And then we got, as always, the battle of LA Clippers. It's not a battle. Who you got? The Lakers
0: are champions. They're going to try to repeat like (laughs) the (laughs) champions. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like stop, stop yeah, talking I mean, about the know? Clippers like that. I mean, have. I
0: know Paul George just signed for like the court of ability, but you know, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Clippers yet, man. At the end of the day, we're still talking about the Clippers.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I am, I'm good on the Clippers. You know, Battle of LA is out of habit. You know, it's still, it's still gonna be a good game. But yeah, I, I feel like it's it's still pretty clear who the. But big I mean, considering everything we were just fight. talking
0: about the Lakers and them having all that new, all the new players and stuff, it's, it will be interesting to see. And I want to see. I just so I just want to see the you know the tone that you know each one of these teams are going to try to set for the for for the season. You know, like how this is it. You know, we're we right back in it. You know, NBA season's here, and i and I'm I'm really excited about it.
1: Yes, sir. So. I ask again <laughs> who
0: you got I'm in going first couple with of games. the Brooklyn Nets game one and I'm going with the Lakers game two
1: so I'm going to go Brooklyn game one I'm probably going to go with the Clippers in game two actually because one thing that I've kind of seen with LeBron teams they tend to start a little bit slow and they kind of let you down that first game but you asked me about who's going to win the next couple of matchups and I think I might uh I might go Lakers, but for hey, game well, one, you know, I think we well, gonna
0: do it, Lakers. people. You know, basketballs tonight. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you you hit us up on Twitter, and and, and, and engage with us and all that good stuff. I'm your boy Keese. So. I'm your boy Kyrie.